Welcome to this meditation from the edge, part of the conversations from the edge podcast. I'm your host, Christine Madeira, and I'm very excited about the expansive possibilities available to us in this time of great change. The level of consciousness and skill sets we need to navigate and create in this emerging era are much different than those we've been taught. We're shifting to an era that values wholeness over division, cooperation over competition, and orienting from well-being and thriving rather than stress and surviving. Meditations from the Edge offer a way to open to new mindsets and anchor new skills with the ease and effectiveness of guided visualization. You can find this in all meditations as standalone audios and audio downloads by following the links at conversationsfromtheedge.net. Enjoy. Welcome to this Meditation from the Edge. This is your host, Christine Madera. I'm really excited about starting to add meditations to the Conversations from the Edge podcast series because especially in this time where we are really in a place of self-isolation, quite a few of us as we have stay-at-home orders, we're working from home, you know, we don't have our, our normal everyday activities that we're participating in, we can feel quite disconnected from one another, from our ordinary life, and kind of in this place of, of discombobulation. And meditations are, are something that you can do yourself. And it's a, it's a way to really help you begin to connect with your primary relationship, which is you. And then also to step into this synergy of we and this movement that's moving forward that we're going to talk about in just a moment. So, but right now we are in this place of self-isolation. And we are probably longing for connection and longing for really the connection to the familiar in many ways. And there's a big call these days um, to go back to normal. You know, we want to find out, we want to know when we're going back to normal. And I've, I've always had this push against the back to normal because going backward never has ever felt very good to me at all. And when you think about what normal was for the vast majority of, of the planet, is normal wasn't really that great. So normal, as we have known it, has really been focused in survival. And so there's, you know, the physical survival, uh, which is for food and for shelter and that kind of thing. But it really has been around the emotions of survival and that the organization around the fight, flight, safety, non-safety value that we have basically organized our emotional system and our psyche and our systems and our really our entire orientation to life around what feels safe, what doesn't feel safe. And the familiar tends to feel safer. But if you really look at what has been familiar for us as a society and the species, it's really not all that great in many ways, because so much of it increases stress. It increases our stress on our physical systems, our, like our bodies. It increases the stress on the resources of the planet. It increases the stress on our social systems, on our government systems. On life as you know, life as we know it is really an exercise in increasing um, the stressors that we all live under and the stressors that we put our lives, our systems, our families, and our planet under. And so, when you look at it from that perspective, normal was really unsustainable. And going back to that status quo 
is not necessarily something that's going to serve us well. And it's really, if we, if we really push to do that, we're missing an opportunity to do what, um, what, what I'm really excited about, which is to actually move from survival into something new. So there is actually a, a large, much larger than the push to go backward and back to normal. There's a larger movement. It's much less organized, but there's a force, there's this energy, there's this impetus within us to, to move forward and to move forward into a new normal, and to move forward into a new normal in a way that values thriving and well-being over survival and stress. And I think, you know, it's, it's a really interesting energy. And how I really got tapped into this energy is back in early April, there was a call that by Easter time, you know, we should be moving, we're going to reopen everything, we're going to go back to normal. And what, what I experienced in that moment, and this was not just me, this was, this was a, every once in a while I feel like these big welling up of energies from the collective, our collective consciousness. And that's what this was. It was this, this rise of basically the, the, the words that came with it was hell no. And the imagery and the feeling that came with that was really like, you know, back in the civil rights days where people would march and they would lock arms and they were moving forward. And it was, it was really moving forward to a, to a dream, to a hope, to a, a, a new idea of what was possible without actually knowing exactly what that possibility was. And the energy of this and this, this collective movement was we are moving forward. We will walk over the status quo. We'll walk around it. We'll walk through it but we are not walking backward. And I, it kind of bowled me over when I felt this, but I thought, wow, okay, this is what the collective energy of most of the planet was moving forward toward. Now, do we know what that looks like? No, no one has a picture of what thriving looks like on a, you know, as a, as a, as a planet, but the idea of it that I had and, and the, the feeling that came with this particular kind of movement is that although each one of us would have a different idea of what thriving is for us personally, so my life would look different than your life, but that would look different from your neighbor's life, life that would look different from a life from somebody else in another country. And everybody you know, in that, that space where they're moving toward thriving has their own individual experience of thriving and well-being. And that that supports the thriving and the well-being of everybody and the freedom for everybody to experience thriving and well-being in the way that was um, most meaningful for them. But the whole idea was that we could have a collective thriving that didn't come from the top down. This wasn't like the laws of thriving. This was the, the inward energy and the inward momentum of moving from survival toward thriving. Now, if that feels like something that you are also tapped into and that feels really good for you, then great, you're, you're in the right place. I'm going to be providing a lot of meditations, hopefully moving forward and our conversations moving forward, helping us to explore what, what, what does it mean to thrive and, and how do we actually create this? It's not a creation tomorrow. This is a, a longer term path, but how can we begin to live it now? And how can we begin to create from this from the bottom up? So nobody you know, like I said, has an idea of, of what this might look like. And it should look different for everybody. 
you know, we probably have some collective agreements around some things. This is very much a, you know, a bottom up movement as we go forward. But, you know, the idea is that we thrive in a way that feels good for us individually and that supports our collective well-being and that allows for the freedom of each person to thrive as they choose and in the way that feels good for them. And it's going to look different for everybody. So my invitation to you is to begin to pay attention to or think about, maybe do some writing about what is it, what is thriving and well-being feel like for you? What might it look like? And without getting caught in what it actually looks like, because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the world is going to look like. But what you really want to get into in order to begin to create from this and move into this next place is to figure out how it feels for you. So for some people, that means creating the picture of what it looks like and then tapping into the feeling and kind of letting go of any attachment to the picture. Because you probably know that when you get the things that you have been trying to manifest, they always look different than what you imagine them to be. So if you come in, so what is, you know, what is well-being? What does it feel like to actually be in a state of well-being? What is, it, what is your experience of what, what a life of thriving might seem like? Like what might a schedule be like? What might your daily rhythm be like? What might your health be like? You know, what are some of the things that you would value that you would do differently if you were in a mode of thriving than you would if you're in a mode of surviving? I just invite you to begin to look at what's possible for you if you kind of change the lens of your life from what we have had to what's possible if you were in a place where you were thriving and in a place of well-being. And because we create this from the inside out, this is not about like, well, I can't be in thriving because my life doesn't look like this and that's what I need in order to feel like I'm thriving. It's coming into that, that feeling and that experience and the possibility of thriving and well-being and then letting life recreate from there. So we're going to do more work with that another time. But right now, I, my challenge for you is to begin to play with this idea of thriving and well-being, and then how can you begin to incorporate some of these ideas that you have and these feelings that you have into your life right now? Because you may be listening to this wall, we're all still in isolation, or, you know, it may be down the line and we have to, you know, you might be back in your back in the rhythm of your life again, but kind of rethinking about how you might be able to live that. So how can you begin to experience more thriving and more well-being right now? That's the challenge. That's how you begin to create um, what's new as we move forward. Okay, so on to a little bit more about our meditation. It can feel very isolating right now, especially if you're in a place of self-isolation. And it can feel kind of hopeless or useless that whatever you do as one person right now feels like it's too small to count to really change anything, whether it's being able to have a more thriving life or being able to change some of the, the stressors in your life or to change some of the societal stressors. You know, when we're in isolation, everything is magnified. So if you're feeling stress or you're feeling alone or if you're feeling like whatever changes you can make are too small or they're going to get railroaded by your boss or something anyway, you know, that can be very self-defeating. And so I just invite you to recognize that your primary relationship, your primary movement forward in thriving is really with yourself. 
So it can feel really disconnected when you feel disconnected from your life as you know it. But take this opportunity to, to begin to tune inward, especially if that's not your natural thing, because coming into your best relationship with yourself, where you're connected with your wisdom, your light, your goodness, your uniqueness, your specialness, you're here to be your own light in the world and to radiate your own light in the world, not to be like somebody else's light. And even if your joy is to magnify other people, you do that with your own light. So you're still doing this in your own way. So you know, coming into your relationship with yourself and really deeply appreciating and acknowledging and being connected with your, you know, your deep wisdom, your true nature as this magnificent being, using this time to, to really cultivate this primary relationship with yourself is, is a very good use of this time. And we're going to use this a little bit in our meditation. And also in this meditation and in this time of isolation, we're coming into a new way of connecting with other, other people. And it's less about physical, obviously, proximity, because we don't really have that at the moment, and even less about that virtual connection, which is, you know, we've all probably spent more time on social media than we, than we had before. But one of the things that we can really do in this time is begin to connect with one another energetically, vibrationally, and come together as this large force of beings who are moving forward into this new way of being, into this new thriving, into our collective well-being, and whatever that is, because it's, it is going to be different for each and every person. So part of this meditation is to help us really begin to connect with that so that we can feel non-isolated on that vibrational level, which is you know, maybe, maybe something that you're very used to or comfortable with. But for a lot of people, the vibrational connection may be very different and very new. So the idea behind that vibrational connection is kind of a, to take on, a, on that idea where two or three are gathered, things are magnified. There's a synergy. There's this escalation of energy that whatever the purpose of those two or more gathered are has a greater magnification because of the connection of the energy of those two beings. And so in this time of self-isolation, we can do this vibrationally in this place of moving forward and knowing that everybody moving forward is moving forward in their own way, in a way that feels good for them, in a way that benefits everybody because we're focusing on this thriving and this, this well-being. And so this community, this vibrational energetic community um, and field that is being created right now is available for anybody who chooses to tap into it and to connect with it and to feel sustained and supported in that. So as you bring your light to this, this field, to this energy, to this community, you know, your light becomes magnified. Your ability to tap into this energy becomes magnified. Your feelings of well-being and thriving become magnified. The energy that you bring helps to magnify the field for everybody else. Not because we're all creating the exact same thing, but because we all are coming into this from a place of there's, a, there's something better. We're moving forward to something that's better not backwards to something that's the same and familiar. So this meditation um, can help you connect 
also with your wisdom because you know as you come into your relationship with yourself we come into our relationship with our wisdom and really tap into that and then as we move into this this collective energy we're using our pooled wisdom our pooled light our collective um, intention of moving forward to begin to escalate this movement forward and the more that we are focused on on, t- on being in wisdom, on being in well-being, on being in thriving, the better we can, can make this um, turn out for everybody. So one reason that meditations and guided visualizations work so well to help, um, help us make some changes is because you know we get into a quiet state. So part of this is about moving from a state of stress to a state of thriving and well-being just in that meditative state. It's a very healing state, and it's a, it's a state that if you can come into it every day, it really supports health and well-being in your physical, mental, emotional bodies. What also happens is that you are much better able to shift and change some of your underlying assumptions about yourself, about life, about reality, about truth, and begin to operate in a, a new way from your deeper self. And so I always, you know, I was a clinical hypnotherapist and I would always call on your, on your heart wisdom and everybody's heart wisdom is unique to them, but we have a, a collective heart wisdom that's based in wholeness, that's based in our connection with truth rather than based on, on our, our individual ideas on the surface level. And so I always call on that deeper wisdom to help guide those changes so that you're not making changes because I'm telling you what to change to. You're actually tapping into what is that, what does your deep wisdom want to guide you toward and through? And so we, we call on that wisdom. And one of the ways that this works best, that meditation really helps you to make those changes is along with the calling on that deeper wisdom, which is guiding the, like the deep forces in your body and your mind, we're also using repetition. And so when you are listening to this, listening to it one time is great. Listening to it multiple times is better because the more that you, that you listen to this and you get quiet, you can listen to it before you go to bed at night, you can listen to it as your morning meditation, whatever you choose to do. But the more that you listen to this and the more that you begin to notice little changes in your life and the more that you begin to pay attention to, oh, okay, I could do this in a way that's more thriving. And you begin to use your conscious mind and your conscious choice to support the things that you are beginning to shift to in meditation, the easier and faster it is to make concrete and, um, long-lasting changes in your life and not just your external life but your internal life as well so to make it easier to have repetition if you go to the website or to the web page that, that this is stored on you can find the standalone version of the meditation so it, it in its own audio so that you don't have to like scroll through the podcast to find it and you'll also there's also a downloadable version of that that's available to you as well so from the conversations from the edge.net web page you can navigate to the blog page of the meditation of your choice to 
find the standalone audio and the downloadable audio. So you want to listen to the meditation ideally daily or regularly to begin to anchor in the new connection, the new awareness, the new tapping into your, your wisdom and our collective wisdom and the connection of us moving forward. And also spend some time cultivating what it looks like or feels like or means for you to, to be in more thriving and well-being in your life and to begin to implement some of those things in your life right now so that you're adding the things that you are embodying through the meditation to your conscious choices um, in your life now so that you're accelerating your movement toward thriving and well-being. So as we come out of this or we begin to move into this new movement forward, you're moving into it in a way that's very strong and powerful for you in the sense of more thriving, more well-being, more connection, and um, a, just a, a life that helps to serve you in, and serve all of us in a way that is more grounded in well-being. So for this meditation, you want to find a place that is quiet where you can sit or lie down and close your eyes and be undisturbed for the duration of the meditation. Sit back and relax. Closing your eyes. And begin to focus on your breath. Take a long, slow, deep breath all the way into the deep diaphragm. And the diaphragm is the muscle beneath the lungs that draws your breath down toward the hips into the belly. And as you exhale, just release the diaphragm and allow your breath to roll out. Continuing to take long, slow, deep breaths all the way down to the deep diaphragm. And releasing your breath out. And these long, slow, deep, diaphragmic breaths are very soothing to the body. They begin to move you toward a state of well-being, a state of thriving. As you continue these long, slow, deep breaths, can imagine yourself drifting away from all of your life stressors toward the experience of well-being. If you can comfortably move one hand to your heart center and just rest your hand there. Bringing your awareness to this heart center. 
And imagine that you're breathing in now, in through this heart center, all the way down to the deep diaphragm, and back out through your heart center. And as you breathe in through your heart center, imagine that you're awakening the wisdom of the heart. And with each inhale, you expand this heart wisdom in your body and in your awareness. As you exhale, imagine that you're exhaling all the way through your body, down to the bottoms of your feet, out to your fingertips, to the crown of your head. Feeding your body with the wisdom of your heart, illuminating yourselves with your wisdom. And imagine on your next inhale then that you're breathing your heart wisdom all the way down to the bottoms of your feet. And imagining your feet solidly on the ground on a beautiful, warm patch of earth. Breathing all the way down to the bottoms of your feet, almost into the earth. Feeling very centered and grounded and anchored into your physical being. And on your next inhale, as you inhale down to the bottoms of your feet, imagine that you are filling your body with energy and wisdom. So filling from the bottoms of the feet up through the ankles to the calves. And as you exhale, then releasing out on the breath anything that interferes with this flow of wisdom within. Inhaling now into the bottoms of the feet, letting this energy fill all the way up from the feet, through the calves, through the knees and the thighs. And exhaling out anything that interferes with this flow of wisdom. Just holding that intention without trying to figure out what those things might be. On your next inhale, Breathing all the way down to the bottoms of the feet, breathing your wisdom all the way down. 
filling up from the bottoms of the feet all the way up the legs through the hips to the middle of the belly softening and relaxing and receiving this wisdom in every cell of your being and with each exhale releasing on the breath anything that interferes with this flow of wisdom your next inhale breathing all the way down to the bottoms of the feet filling your body all the way up from the bottoms of the feet all the way up through to the shoulders your whole torso and heart area just saturated with wisdom with light with love Exhaling out anything that interferes with your body's ability to receive, allow, accept, and absorb this wisdom and light and love. On your next inhale, inhaling all the way to the bottoms of the feet, filling your body with heart wisdom all the way up through the shoulders, down the arms to the fingertips, up through your neck, through your face and your head and your brain to the crown of your head. Your whole body swirling with wisdom and light and love. Breathing out anything that interferes. Allowing, receiving, accepting, or embodying wisdom, light, and love. And as you simply sit back and notice your whole body, if you notice that there is anything that feels like it has tension or tightness or an uncomfortable sensation, just imagine that you can soften that area. creating space for that area to receive greater light and love and wisdom. And bringing your awareness then back to your heart center. Imagine in your heart center you have a dial like the volume dial on a car radio. And right now that dial is turned towards survival. And the energies and the ideas and the experience of organizing your life 
around the survival impulses. And imagine that you can turn that dial toward thriving. You can turn it a little bit. You can turn it a little bit more, a little bit more or a lot. Knowing that the body takes some time to make some changes on those deep physiological levels. So for as much as feels good for you right now, begin to move that dial, turning it from survival and amplifying your energy toward thriving, toward well-being. And as you turn that dial up, you may experience the wisdom, the energy, the light, the love in your body supporting that shift, that amplification from survival to thriving. And whatever that means for you and your experience. So allow yourself to receive this new energy of thriving. And imagine yourself softening. Softening resistance. Softening the stress that's associated with survival. Softening and relaxing into well-being, into thriving. However that feels or looks for you. And trusting that your deep wisdom knows how to help you integrate and orient to this in your life. If you would like to invite your wisdom to truly begin to make deep changes for you on your behalf, simply say yes, inviting yourself to move toward thriving. If that feels good, simply say yes, inviting your wisdom to expand your experience of well-being, simply say yes. From this place of deep connection with your wisdom, your light, your love, your thriving and your well-being, imagine a light switch in your heart center And if it feels good for you, turn that light switch from off to on. Illuminating your entire being. And as you illuminate your being, 
you notice that there is a whole pillar of light surrounding you that you may not have noticed before. And notice that in this pillar of light, you can experience your own light within this larger pillar of light. That you know your uniqueness, your goodness, your beauty, your grace, your love within a larger experience of beauty and grace and lightness and love in a way that you may not have experienced before. And imagine rising up into this pillar of light. And as you do, you begin to see other pillars of light with other beings who are living in their own light their own experience of well-being and thriving and love and wisdom. And as you look out, you see pillars of light rising all around you. And your heart expands into joy. As you see these pillars. And as you expand into this beautiful joy, other people do the same thing. And you notice that your lights all begin to shine more brightly. Your pillars all begin to grow wider and wider and begin to connect with one another, creating a wider and wider pillar of light. So that the, the pillar of light is so big that all you can see is this huge, beautiful expanse of light. With each being radiating their own well-being and thriving and creating mutual well-being and thriving in this huge pillar of light. And you notice that as everybody is operating in a similar vibration of well-being, of thriving, of light, and of love, how connected you feel with each individual being and with all beings in this life. And it's so magical how you can experience your own beauty and uniqueness and be connected in this beautiful energy of thriving and well-being. And as you bring your awareness back into your heart center, notice how peaceful it feels. to be connected in the energy of thriving and well-being 
how supportive it feels to have so many other beings operating in the same energy as you, moving toward the same larger vision, each being creating and connecting in their own way, each being magnifying the thriving and well-being of all. And bringing this connection, this feeling, this knowing, this support back into your heart center. Back into your pillar. And sinking back down into your body, bringing with you that deep feeling of well-being and of thriving and of connection. Into your body. Breathing all the way down again to the bottoms of your feet. Reconnecting with the earth. With your physical body. It has this new sense of thriving and well-being. This new awareness, these new possibilities of what this could be for you, begin to settle into your whole body and being. Notice that they bring a sense of peace, a centeredness, a groundedness, a connection that supports you in your life in each and every moment. knowing that you are deeply connected with your own inner wisdom and that your heart and your heart wisdom beginning to recreate and reimagine your life in a state of thriving and well-being for you and for all. And just know that each and every moment of each and every day, your well-being is expanding. That you are moving toward a greater state of thriving. That you're expanding in your experience and awareness of what is possible in a life that is grounded in thriving and well-being. And that the unfolding of this surprises and delights you as you discover what this means for you. If you're listening to this as you fall asleep at night, then when I count from one to five, at the count of five, you'll move toward deep, replenishing sleep and awaken in the morning to a greater sense of well-being 
of thriving, of possibility. If you're listening to this during the day and you're transitioning into the next part of your day at the count of five, you'll open your eyes feeling deeply relaxed and rejuvenated with a greater connection with your wisdom, your well-being, and your thriving, and moving forward with those into the next part of your day. One, two, three, four, five. I hope you've enjoyed this meditation from the edge. Listening to a meditation regularly, paying attention to changes in how you think, feel, and act, and making conscious choices that reinforce the ideas and skills in the meditation help you to embody the new awarenesses and abilities more quickly and easily. For greater listening convenience, you can find standalone and downloadable versions of this meditation by following the links on the conversationsfromtheedge.net webpage.